0: to uh dimensions of imagination the podcast about anthology tv starring jackie and joey is Surprise. that how we introduce
1: yeah i think it's been a while oh or has it maybe this is just a lost episode
0: a lost episode <laughs> maybe
1: we just <laughs> forgot to post like it. an episode of lost maybe or... we haven't
0: no we have not recorded in a long time so uh and that's our fault but things got in the way, and uh, we're gonna try to get back on a regular schedule now. We so, we're sorry, we're sorry, handful of regular listeners that we have. <laughs> I don't even know how to introduce the show anymore. What what is what episode of our show is this? This is episode <laughs> this twelve, Joey. Episode
1: twelve. Episode
0: twelve. And in this episode, we are covering good. Sorry, oh, I just got to let it go. Sorry. It's all right. You can hear our dog in the background. He likes to lick everything while we're trying to do something um, productive. So,
1: All right. So, before we took a hiatus, we were working through Black Mirror episodes. Uh, we did three. We are on our fourth Black Mirror episode. Um, and what episode would that be, Joey?
0: Uh, it's season one, episode two. And this is the original BBC episode. It was originally on the BBC, was that right? Uh, Which are on Netflix now, obviously, because Netflix uh, is the champion of Black Mirror now or owns it or whatever. Uh, This is is season one, episode two, originally released December 11th, 2011, and it is called 15 Million Merits. Uh, I'd say it's one of the better known episodes, Mm -hmm. um, particularly notable for the cast and who is the cast.
1: Um, Well, first of all, this was written by... Show creator Charlie Brooker and his wife Connie Hawk, um, who is an actress and writer, and she actually writes children's books, interestingly enough. But, um, Hmm. so they wrote this together. Fun fact it was the first episode written, but the second episode to air. So, this is the first one that they wrote, but they
0: So maybe they kind of came up with this idea, and then they're like, this would be great for a whole series or something.
1: Um, The director is Euros Lin. Um, They were the director and producer. They're known for The Library Suicides, um, 2005 run of Doctor Who and um, Torchwood. But like Joey was saying, the most notable thing is the cast, because our main focus, our main character is none other than Daniel (coughs) Kaluuya, I, I looked it up. Okay. So got it right. Good job. Um, known to us now, he plays Bing, our main character, but he is most famous now for um, Get Out, was his, yeah, one yeah. of his big mm-hmm. film debuts. And um, oh. he's also in Judas and the Black Messiah.
0: Yep, and which, Black Panther. Right, yeah. He's one of the right, main yeah. characters in Black Panther. Mm, so. so he's in a lot of stuff. He's he's hot right now. He's getting a lot of roles and, and you know, he 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 deserves those roles because yeah. he's a very good actor.
1: He's very amazing in this. Um,
0: and you know, he if you hear him in interviews, he has a heavy uh, English accent. So you might not know that because he's such a good actor. You might have only seen yeah. him in uh, roles where he plays Americans. But
1: he doesn't have an ac- Does he have an accent in um, Black Panther?
0: Um, I think he has. I guess it would be a Chicago accent or oh, something. Okay. Um, it is not his native accent. Yeah. So yeah.
1: I personally <laughs> think he's among some of the best actors of the present time. I really yeah, enjoy great. his work. I think he is really good. Uh, um, he's, uh, <clears> he <throat> got an
0: Oscar, didn't he? Get the Oscar for who? Mm-hmm. For um what was that? Judas and the Black Messiah, which we haven't finished we yet. Haven't but, finished um, we need to get back and finish it. So.
1: Um and then his counterpart, uh, another notable character is Jessica Brown Findlay. And she's playing Abby Khan. Uh, we'll, when we get into the recap, we'll get into really uh what her role is. But she is in um she was in all three seasons of Harlots, which is a show on Hulu. I believe. Oh yeah. And she's in um Brave New World, which I have not watched, but I think it's a pretty popular mm-hmm. series. Um, some more noticeable people uh people that you would probably recognize Rupert Everett. Mm-hmm. He plays a judge. Um. You know he's from what like my best friend's wedding and mm-hmm. he's got been in a lot of other things um I don't really recognize many of these other people. Julia Davis plays another judge, Ashley Thomas, another judge, some side characters. Mm-hmm.
0: There's not a lot of main characters in this one um it's mostly about Daniel Kaluuya's character, which is Bing right mm-hmm. and Bing. um. So I guess I'll do the quick synopsis. This one's very uh this is a long episode. Um or it feels long, I don't know. <laughs> um it uh it's an hour and a half, I think, right? So it's it's almost like a full-length movie, I guess. Um it's it's pushing an hour and a half if it's not an hour and a half, I believe. Uh, Maybe it's short. Maybe it isn't just an hour. But I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up. Um, I thought it was like an hour and a half. But anyway, we're led to believe that we're in some sort of dystopian future, uh, near future. Uh, We never really see the outside world, right? Uh -uh. Um, uh, News clips a little bit, but not, you know, uh, we we don't really know why these these people are in the situation that they're in. But basically... um, One hour, two minutes. One hour and two minutes. I thought it was an hour and a half. It felt longer to me. Maybe that um, belies how I feel about it. Um, But essentially, these people are in a facility where they have to do tasks to earn credits. And they live in this place. And I guess they're doing physical activity to power something. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing, uh, running, they're on, um uh, bikes, I guess the whole time, isn't that, that's all stationary we see them on is right. Stationary bikes, but they get to watch entertainment all day and they run on this, these bikes. And it's, I guess it's a metaphor for going to a dead end job or whatever, but they, they earn all this stuff and it's all very tied into social media and they're, uh, you know, they're, they're, They dream of being bigger people, like influencers, I guess, which this predates some of that Mm -hmm. uh, craze. It's kind of interesting. It's a little foreshadowing of what happened. Because this was 2011, so this was before the big, like, influencer thing on Um, Instagram stuff. Yeah, but it
1: ties in. It's... it's Modeled after American Idol, and right? Show so it ties into that. So
0: the of the inspiration for it is shows like American Idol, mm-hmm. but which in turn kind of right. paved the way for where we're at now with uh you know what a nightmare the world is. <laughs> um, so it, I guess it, you, they watch these different shows. A lot of them are subversive. Some of them are just like grotesque game shows where they uh, humiliate people. You almost get a feeling of like Running Man, which you haven't seen that, but it's like. You could, there's not much of a jump from like, oh, these people might get killed in the show and people are watching it. Um, And they also, some of the people watch porn while they're doing the thing. And it's very like, and it's co ed. So there's, there's male and female characters. And there's no, they're not split up or anything by gender or race or anything like that. They're just kind of in this place and working at this facility. And uh, our main character is Bing. And it's. Uh, it's kind of the whole episode is just kind of his journey through doing this dead end job mm-hmm. um, and then the opportunities he gets later on in the episode.
1: Um, something so. notable about Bing is that he has an in- an insane amount of credits. Right. And we find out later in the episode that it's due to um, his brother apparently passed away and left, left him, him his credits. credits. Yeah, so, so he doesn't really need to pedal hard he doesn't really have the desire to do everything it's just a job to him he's just going and mindly mindlessly pedaling because he's got these he's got enough credits to do whatever he wants to do whenever he wants to do it
0: and we get the feeling that this is like what lower middle class like lower income people have to do like i would say a lot of these people see middle class or lower middle class or maybe poverty level i don't know but um the The characters seem that way, and it seems like you just don't have. It's almost like being in the military. It feels like where you just have to do this because they kind of like talk about how they got to get go to a better facility or this is a better facility than the last one they were at or whatever. It doesn't seem like these people have a choice, and it doesn't seem like they can get out of the situation.
1: Well, they can, but they have to become a janitor. That seems like the
0: oh, is that that's the the thing? Yeah, the one guy. Yeah, and and has really yeah.
1: But pull his weight the, on well, the machine the
0: other way you can get out of it is by going upwards into some f- uh, getting famous I guess and one of the big shows I forget what they call it in the show but it's uh, it's the American Idol show um, hot, hot Shot I believe is what it's Hot called. Shot yeah that's probably right yeah it, Hot Shot it's a talent show a la uh, American Idol or America's Got Talent or whatever and um, or I guess in the UK it would be X Factor and um it's uh, it they they do ads for it all the time, and it's kind of like this opportunity. To, like, if you go on there and you do well, then you could become a famous singer. And they kind of show there's like a Christina Aguilera type almost, or something on there that they show, or Britney Spears type. Mm-hmm. And uh, they sh- and then they sh- they show how they kind of like follow their every move. It's the whole this whole world they live in. They're followed by cameras all the time, and etc. Um, so Bing meets this this new person that comes in and that's Abby. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Is that her name? Abby. And, uh, he immediately takes a liking to her and, and kind of vice versa. And he, I'm just going to kind of shortcut this, but he decides to get her on this. She, he finds out she can sing mm-hmm. and he decides to get her on this hotshot show. And you have to pay like a huge amount of money to get on there. So he uses most of his money to get her on the show, to give her a chance because he believes in her. For whatever reason, I guess he just likes her or whatever, but he, he believes she can sing and she she is talented. And she goes on the show and it's this horrific situation where she sounds great to the to us, but they and she probably sounds great to the audience, but they decide to humiliate her on national TV and, or international TV or whatever. And she's kind of pushed into doing porn like he's they're like well we, we're not going to give you a role as a singer but we're going to put you as a star in these adult films and stuff and she takes the opportunity to do it and it's it kind of like she is pulled away from being and um you know it it's just really sad and then i guess am i leaving anything important out from that part we we kind of wrap the episode up with bang becomes an influencer by doing something
1: right so he he becomes so upset at the show that did this to abby that he um Decides that he is going to now work very hard to rebuild his credits and he himself is going to go on the show.
0: Yeah. And so he rides the bike insanely hard, like more than he's ever done before. And, and earns all these credits in this short amount of time.
1: Goes on to the show, but takes a sliver of glass with him because yeah. he, he wants to make a statement on television and he threatens to like slit his own throat. And they, judges think it's fabulous. And they end up giving him his own show. He
0: does this monologue. It's sort of this, like, it's almost like he's taking the, the audience hostage in a way. He's taking himself hostage. But he's, you know, he's fighting against these injustices and doing this whole speech. And in turn, instead of, like, listening to it and being, like, affected by it, they're like, oh, that's great content. And so he gets his own show, right, where he basically just rants and Mm -hmm. but his rants are toothless now because he's doing it for for likes he's doing it for this and that and he gets a better life he gets a better apartment and everything but he's kind of trapped by his own reality at that point um and you know it's kind of bleak i guess it like on one hand it's like oh well this guy's life is better but on the other hand it's like well he, he made it to a better place but it's still a horrific Mm -hmm. dystopian nightmare and i guess that's the point of the episode is that be careful what you wish for i guess yeah um there's a lot of metaphor in it there's a lot of like criticism of social media and the way that we make regular people famous now and we're just a constant
1: barrage constant barrage of media on us Mm -hmm. all the time
0: and the bullying of people in a public forum which is you know american idol a big part of that show was bullying people who are bad at singing it's like taking someone's dream and crushing it for publicly for for you know ratings mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of what it talks about and it and it is very prescient it's very i think it it, it holds up and it, it it's powerful now you know i don't want to say it's more powerful now but it is still powerful the episode um yeah and that's that's kind of the whole wrap up of it i guess that wasn't elegant but i haven't done this in a while (laughs) we also haven't watched this episode in a while it's been been a long time since we watched it so i apologize for that but um the acting is great i really appreciate the metaphors and everything um i felt the episode dragged a little bit but we'll get that into again into that when we kind of go over our ratings and stuff so
1: Oh, I forgot what, we rate things. Yeah.
0: What's your uh, what 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 notes do you have that I might not have touched on?
1: Um I mean So the interesting part of this is that watching it it, it makes you want to know more about the society like I say above, but I'm you know, outside of there. the
0: rich people that are are allowed to live in the real world, I guess. However, kind of
1: very few times does Black Mirror have things that cross over from episode to episode and you might, mu- like, there are, like, Easter eggs. Well, there's- there are a
0: lot of things, but they're not, there's not an overarching story through all of it. Right. So it is, the, 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 the blatant things that are connected are rare, but there's a lot of little Easter eggs.
1: And stuff so like so. It, we covered this episode, but in the episode Crocodile. Yeah. There are advertisements on the television for the...
0: Race Wraith girls Babes or, or Wraith, Wraith Girls. I think it's that Wraith Girls. Is the yeah. porn channel.
1: Yeah. So, like, if we're to believe that they're in the same universe, there is this whole society above ground that is like.
0: Right. do Is what we see in Crocodile, is that the outside that world? The outside or is, outside world is it like.? Or is it. I think it's too uh, it's too hard to make those connections. They they make those connections so you kind of like, mm-hmm. and it's Black Mirror too, so it could all be well. That's a that's another dimension, or like it's like, yeah. this is how that is in this version of the world, or whatever. You know, yeah, that, um, there are some connections to that. Um,
1: I think the, the whole episode makes me uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, that's that's why I, it's not my favorite episode. Like I appreciate it, like I said, but it makes me anxious uh, mm-hmm. because there's uh I don't like seeing people get taken advantage of. I don't like see people lose things, you know. And it's it's just kind of sad, and it it makes me feel like oh, I'm I'm a hamster on a wheel as well, you know. Mm-hmm. But
1: and I don't particularly enjoy those types of shows that are in our world and universe. Yeah, I don't they're really not things that I follow. I don't
0: watch American Idol. I, I mean, don't watch that stuff.
1: We watch like, The Circle. Like we, there are things that we watch yeah. that are along I those lines but watch
0: survivor when i was younger like i don't
1: necessarily love to watch people get embarrassed or be shamed or i don't right
0: know. i get secondhand embarrassment for people so i don't like seeing people go through that cuz it makes me feel ashamed um and awkward and i and this episode's a little heavy handed at times you know it's a little bit like oh a little on the nose um but i get what they're saying what they're trying to do with it you know um did you have uh, some, you had some trivia that might tie into some of the stuff we're talking right now?
1: Um, well, uh, talking about Crocodile, the song that Abby sings when she goes on the show is that song that is, we hear in both Crocodile and Men Against Fire, so. It's in
0: a lot of other episodes of Black Mirror too. it's like, the, it's the song, and I forget what it's called right now, but I should know that. We covered it in a yeah. different
1: episode, um. So interestingly there were several different endings written oh. for this epi- this episode um one of which w- was being and abby living together but they're unhappy with their lives okay. so they get like what we would consider a happy ending but because yeah. they're so saturated and you need to be famous that it doesn't matter to them it yeah. seems like um another would show that being w- anxiously pouring over the ratings after his stream so okay so he's obsessed with almost like a little bit how it ended not so much he
0: wants it to be popular i mean you can tell he kind of he's he's putting on the show
1: um
0: and then uh oh yeah then another ending would reveal that the bikes were not necessary to to generate electricity and were not actually connected to anything um, it says here, executive producer Annabelle Jens also commented that the viewer may believe this is the case anyway. I didn't think that, but that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess like it's another reality show is just watching these people ride bikes and that's not know the, the truth or whatever, My but um, yeah. That
1: sends you down like a wormhole.
0: Yeah. it's That's a little too, <laughs> too, too intense, too dark, but um, yeah.
1: I don't know that any of those <clears throat> endings would have made me like it more.
0: No, I don't think so. Um it is kind of interesting that like Abby just gets jettisoned from the story. Like there's not like a they have a parting, but it's not you you feel like there would be some other connection. I guess he sees her on TV or whatever mm-hmm. and he's sad, but it's there is no resolution to that, which I guess there doesn't have to be, but um as is I mean Black Mirror it, it has a lot of loose ends in it every episode because it has to tell this Mm-hmm. you know twisted story in the middle and that's the important thing the things on the, the periphery aren't as important but it's just a world that i don't want to be immersed in because i feel like i'm already immersed in that world like mm-hmm. it's not too far off from where we're at now and so it's like it's not fantastical enough for me i guess but um well,
1: and i think it's very the, those early episodes that were just bbc were so uncomfortable
0: right The it was like the intention was to make you squirm. Make you squirm. Um, which yeah. the
1: newer ones do too, but I don't feel like it's N- to the as, degree.
0: Yeah, and not as many of them. There's they, they branch out and do some other things with them mm-hmm. because I think they realize they can't just have it be one trick pony. Um mm-hmm. it's gotta be some other stories and stuff, but um yeah, it is an uncomfortable episode. It's very well crafted. Um I feel like I need to give it two ratings when we get to ratings because I was like one what for I, <laughs> the quality, writing and acting, and yeah, then one for, for like what I what like it is. or like what mm-hmm. how I like enjoyed it or whatever. Um, I do love the acting and um, it's well crafted. Um, it's very bright, it's very clear, it's very in focus. Uh, every shot is very in focus. Mm-hmm. I think that's the point. It's
1: very monochromatic, too.
0: Yeah, they want you to look like you're feel like you're watching a TV at Best Buy or something. Um, mm-hmm. it's kind of very. Very digital, very video. Um, whereas some of the other episodes are a little more, feel more cinematic, I guess. Um, feel more like mm-hmm. film in a way. And this one feels very much like watching reality TV. It's yeah. supposed to be very, very.
1: What year did the Wii come out?
0: The Wii came out in 2006, I think. Oh, okay. Five, six, something like that.
1: There's a technology in this that looks very much like your me
0: on the Wii. Right. That's the.
1: But I didn't know if that was tying in because it was fairly recently released and popular. I
0: mean, it's, it would have been five years from then, so it's not yeah. not out of the. It, it would have been more popular back then than it is now. It also we don't know when he wrote this, so maybe he wrote it when the you know, when the Wii had just come out, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, American Idol would have been popular then too, or X Factor, I guess, in the UK, because he's. He's British, right? Um, yeah, there's a very like video gamey aspect to it, which is a th- recurring theme in a lot of Black Mirror episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, I think, he's kind of obsessed with video games and how they twist reality. I guess, um, but
1: his, yeah. Well, his wife mentioned that they <clears throat> this was in, this episode in particular was inspired by a comment that she made that. Her technology obsessed husband would be content in a room covered by iPad screens.
0: Uh, and well, the rooms,
1: the like bedrooms are exactly that in this
0: Yeah, you're not allowed to escape technology in this world. Do you, you have to you have credits? Right. You have to pay to turn things off, like ads and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's it's taking it to the nth degree. I mean, it does feel like very um uh, there's stuff in like sci fi films like Blade Runner and uh Robocop. To kind of touch on these same kind of commercial themes of technology and ads being in your face all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I'm sure Charlie, is it Booker or Brooker?
1: Brooker? Brooker.
0: I always get it wrong. Uh, I'm sure he's influenced by all those classic mm-hmm. sci-fi movies and, and all that stuff, um, as well as the twilight zone. So there's a little bit of that in there, but, um, I guess the the episode just didn't have enough character to me to like feel like it's one of my favorites or mm-hmm. whatever. But I, I think it's an important episode, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it's very emblematic of the series. I do think it drags on a little bit. It does feel longer. Um, I feel like this would almost be better as a half an hour episode. And I feel like... uh, But I'm that way with everything that we watch. Yeah. Like, it's too long, too I long, too I feel like it long. was
1: two distinct stories. It was the Abby yeah. story... And, and then, then it twists and go to the others. And did we him. did we necessarily need that twist for right. it to be a good episode? I don't think so.
0: I think that yeah, I guess that we ne- he needed a motivation to flip out, but I don't know that he needed her to go be in porn for him to flip right. out. You know, so I think there's another way they could have done that. And and it it just it just drones on. But I think that's part of the point of the episode too is that it's supposed to be monotonous and whatever. But that's not necessarily the best watching mm. conditions for something but i am the i mean i'm the the guy that wants all movies to be an hour and a half now so
1: <laughs> i know um, we've been watching so many movies from the 70s and 80s that you're oh
0: man this is these 80s horror movies we've been watching it's it's while we're recording this it's october and during october we watch horror movies and this 80s horror movies are like 90 minutes or less and i'm like this is so great i can do something else after it's over with
1: so just as a quick recap before we do the ratings for this one. <clears throat> um, we have done The Entire History of You, which is one of Joey's absolute favorites. He gave it mm-hmm. a perfect 10. He idolizes that episode. He loves it.
0: I think it's the quintessential <clears throat> Black Mirror
1: episode. <clears throat> um, we did Men Against Fire, which I rated at a six, and Joey rated out of three. Yeah. He absolutely hated it. And um, we did Crocodile, which I rated it an we both rated at an eight. So on the
0: one to 10 scale,
1: one to 10 scale on the realm of black mirror episodes, this is where we're standing. I have rated them much higher than some of the other shows. I feel like, yeah. Um, Joey has been way more all over the place with his ratings on this one. So,
0: yeah. So are you ready to rate it?
1: Yeah. So are you comparing this to the other episodes? Or are you just doing a rating out of?
0: Ratings? I think that it's a little bit of both. I think you have to consider the other episodes because, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to give an episode I think is not as good as something, you know, higher than that. But yeah. um, I also am trying to consider it as a. It's there's a lot of different ways you can do this because, like I said, it's like from a quality standpoint, I'll give it like a high rating. But if from a did I like it or not standpoint, mm-hmm. like I feel like I'm at like a five with it, maybe. Um, which is just kind of middle of the road. Yeah. But I if if I was rating it from like a, as a critic, I would probably be like maybe this is like a 7 or an 8 because I think mm-hmm. it's like well done, it's got a good message. Um it's got a point of view. But from from my personal rating, I'm just going to say 5, I think.
1: So, thinking about the fact that I rated Men Against Fire at a 6 and that one also, I think, was done technically well. Mm-hmm. Like the sc- the cinematography is nicely done.
0: It has a lot more style to it than this. It one does,
1: has. but I hated the storyline.
0: Yeah, it just wasn't. It just. Wasn't I don't.
1: The- I disliked that storyline. I think more than I dislike this one. Yeah, but I don't love the so This is very tricky. Um. But I think acting... I think I'm going to give it a seven. I think I'm going to rate okay. it higher than Men Against Fire simply because I think the acting is so well done.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I and I think that the... Don't let these ratings dissuade you from listener dear listener from watching this one i think this was the one to watch i mean it, it should yeah. be on your list to watch you should watch them all but there's not one of them i would say don't watch but this one is 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 watchable it's good and you should oh, watch it yeah um i think if you like the series, maybe
1: a six maybe i'm gonna go with a six and make it even
0: I'm about 6.5
1: i just
0: you did a 4.5 on one of the twilight's Zone episodes that you could do okay it's got to be better than i don't mean to I it ch- is. I shouldn't influence your Well, your but party, I'm. But, but it's gotta be better than men.
1: But I rated Crocodile at an eight, so then I feel like that is substantially <clears throat> better than. Yeah. I, I think they're more than a one point difference, but based on how I've already rated them, we cro- could go on and on. Crocodile
0: has just this great style to it. So yeah. It's like. But anyway, we're not comparing all of them.
1: But we'll sit here and argue about it. <laughs> uh, okay, great. All right, so we are wrapping up our um, Black Mirror run for now.
0: Yeah, it only took us almost a year to finish that up. Doesn't
1: so. mean that we're going to never revisit it. Um, no. I did not even cover my favorite episode. I chose not to. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, well, we're going to go back to these like we do. Yeah. We rotate through. So
1: I think we obviously didn't hit the best episodes. I think there are a lot more that are.
0: We didn't worth hit all the best episodes. About. I think that the uh, entire history yeah. of you is one of the best. but It
1: is. But it's not San Junipero. No. So.
0: Crocodile would be in my top 10, I think.
1: Yeah. Um, and so when we move on to our next recording, don't know when that'll be, hopefully more than, or less than eight months. We try to do it every week. Um, we're moving on to Ray Bradbury's theater anthology. And I don't know much about this other than I knew it was on TV when I was little.
0: Yeah. Ray Bradbury, uh, Bradbury, Bradbury. Is it's I don't um, know how you pronounce it. He's a I mean, he was I think he's passed away now. He's a famous sci-fi writer mm-hmm. and uh sci fi but trends towards horrific things in his sci-fi writing. Very twisted and very uh intense. Um a lot of his stuff. And uh I like his I like his writing. I haven't watched a lot of this. I believe this was early eighties when this came out. Um but there's it, it, his some of his short stories are just incredibly well known and writers like stephen king idolize his work and others so
1: all right so we are going to move on to four episodes of ray bradbury's theater we're going to start out with um, season three episode six called a sound of thunder joey picked that one
0: this is one that's pretty well known i think that stephen king said this is one of the best short stories ever written um, they did make a movie out of this at some point in time oh, wow. too and i don't think it was very good but i've heard <laughs> that this episode is very good i know more about it than you do so i won't spoil anything but um we're gonna watch that and uh as of right now which is this is uh october 2021 you can watch this on peacock on the peacock nbc app one, I so hopefully it will actually be on there um a couple times we've been tricked by this stuff <laughs> you can probably find it on amazon prime too but you probably have to pay for it it mm-hmm. seems like almost everything is on amazon prime as well but um you often have to pay but uh, yeah the peacock app hopefully will we'll get you there so that's uh ray bradbury's theater season three episode six of sound of thunder and that's what we will do on the next episode so all right you got any final thoughts on black mirror before we close it out
1: no <laughs> how do you rate all <laughs> would- the
0: shows we've watched so far
1: Oh, okay. We've got so, enough now
0: that we can kind of do a, a, a informal ra- rating.
1: So I would say OG Twilight Zone is always going to be of at the course, top. Of course, it's got to be. I would do OG Twilight Zone, Black Mirror, Amazing Stories.
0: I would too. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we get more into this, I think that we will change a lot, but I doubt anything's going to knock OG Twilight Zone off the top. But uh, Black Mirror is just really, really, really well crafted. Mm-hmm. So there's almost nothing that's some of the amazing story stuff was uneven. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in the whole series of Black Mirror that is. You might not like the storyline or whatever, but it's just well crafted the whole yeah. the whole time.
1: I think it's most similar to <laughs> out of what we've watched. It's most similar to the style of the Twilight Zone, where it everything spirit was. And it, but it's modernized. So well done. It's updated. Yeah. You know,
0: it's it's yeah. All right. So we'll see you in a week. All right. We're out. Thanks.